Welcome back to the Locked On Cowboys podcast brought to you by Built Bar. Built Bar is a protein bar that tastes just like a candy bar. Go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON and you'll get 50% off your first order. I am Marcus Mosier. Joining me today, as always, is Landon McCool. You can check him out on Twitter at McCoolBCB. You can also listen to him on the Best Coast Boys podcast. Landon, what is going on, sir? Not a lot. We've... uh... (laughs) We, we, we came in here to speak about safeties. We're going to have, finish up our position group series today, which is exciting that we've made our way through it. But unfortunately, we've got some you know <laughs> news that is very uh, of the times, I guess is the best way to put it. Yeah, uh, according to NFL Network's Ian Rappaport, uh, several Cowboys and Texans players uh, have tested positive for COVID-19. Um, it sounds like they did a bunch of tests over the last uh, couple weeks. Um, and the only player that we know now who has been announced that has tested positive for coronavirus um, is running back Ezekiel Elliott. Um, his agent said so uh, on Twitter. He said that he was asymptomatic, uh, that he's feeling well. But um, I, I don't necessarily want to have a conversation about Zeke and the corona and how it affects his season. I, I just want to talk about, you know, Lena, this is going to be an issue all season long for all 32 teams, right? There's going to be, you know, we're not going to get through an NFL season with with no positive COVID tests. So how, how do teams handle this? Um, because once we get closer to training camp in the regular season, the expectation is, right, the team, you know, these players that do test positive are going to have to be quarantined for, what, 14 days? And that's just going to change everything about this season. I mean, I, I, don't, even, I don't even know what to ask you, Lana. I, I guess what are your thoughts on Cowboys players testing positive? Well, I mean, I think that if anything – you know, we have to look at the idea that, I mean, they haven't even gotten into the facilities yet, and we've already got players testing positive. I don't know. I mean, which shouldn't be surprising I, to us. I, I mean, this just shouldn't, especially no, in a it, state it, like it, Texas that has opened up, you know, quite a bit compared to other states. It, it shouldn't be that surprising. It shouldn't be surprising, but I guess my question is well, what now? You know, because we the, 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 the real problem here is that we don't even know enough still about this virus to make any kind of informed decisions. And, and the fact that we're just kind of careening headfirst into the season without any kind of real vaccine or knowledge of what's happening is, yep. you know, it's scary. And so I, I don't know. I mean, you know, again, we want to try to focus on football stuff and try to, like, you know, act like the uh, – the season's happening, and you know we're, we're going to talk you know, with that hypothetical in mind. But I, I, I do worry looking at this that you know he's already tested positive. We don't know whether these guys can catch it more than once. That's something that we still don't know. Right. How I mean, this is this is going to be a major, major roadblock in the NFL season. I mean, if the, I'm assuming that the NFL season will probably go on whether it should or not, but yeah, I have to think that. The effect of what this is going to do uh, is, I mean, it's going to, I mean, honestly, I, I have a hard time already thinking, man, how do you not have a huge asterisk next to the season? Because it's I mean, going to be, fair point. Yeah. you know, it's going to be so uh, different and off-putting. And, and I just feel like there's, 
it, it, it's, it's adding even more uncertainty to a game that has a ton of uncertainty. So I, I just, I, I'm not sure exactly what to, to even say here. I, I, I'm kind of like you, but I just would point out, like, I, I think anybody who is going in with the expectation that, oh, this is going to work its way out and we're going to have a regular NFL season, I think this is showing right now that that ship has sailed. And I, yeah. I think that the the opportunity for us to have a regular, you know, get back on track regular NFL season is just not likely. We're going to be dealing with this one way or another probably throughout the entire season, to be honest. Yeah, as we were talking, like right before we came on, um, Vaughn Miller was one of the first NFL players to announce that uh, he had coronavirus, and I think that was in April, right? That was right before the draft or right during the draft. Um, you know, we're that in June right, now, yeah. And, yeah, and he said he's still having some pretty bad effects in terms of breathing and stuff. I, again, that's two week, or two months out. We we really don't know how this you know impacts you long term. You know, uh, what you know what impact does it have you know on your lungs? You know, a year from now, two years from now. Um, so that, that part of this whole thing is going to make it so, uh, difficult. And then, you know, if you're just looking at it from the football side, what happens if 20 players on a team test positive over uh, a two week span, how do teams replace, you know, 15, 20 players in two weeks, especially if we get, you know, closer to the end of the season when the playoffs are coming around, what do you do then? I, I, that's why this. You're right. It's probably. I think we're probably going to end up putting somewhat of an asterisk on this season because of you know basically no off season. There's going to be players that are missing time. I'm, I'm assuming. I'm going to go ahead and assume there's going to be star players that are going to miss big games for um, you know for testing positive. So um, an interesting, interesting season coming up. We'll continue to update you guys as we get more information. Uh, the Dallas Cowboys put out a statement. Uh, due to HIPAA laws, they aren't allowed to to say who tested positive or not. Um, I've got a feeling that we'll probably hear some stuff uh, over the next couple of days or so. It always leaks out. So uh, just keep your eyes uh, peeled for that. Um, Lena, we're going to talk safeties in a second, which you know, it's gonna, is another interesting position on the Cowboys because they've, they've got some turnover there. But before we do that, I want to remind you guys that today's episode of the Locked on Cowboys podcast is brought to you by Built Bar. They are the best tasting protein bars out there. It's hard to even explain it. It's real chocolate with amazing flavors. The best part is it's a low calorie bar with a ton of protein packed in and no crazy additives. If you want to get in on Built Bars, just go to BuiltBar.com and use promo code LOCKEDON for 50% off your first box. Again, Locked on for 50% off your first box. Okay, Landon, let's talk safeties. Um, new defensive back coach in here, but there's a lot of changeover for the Cowboys. No Jeff Heath. Uh, Kayvon Frazier is gone. In is HaHa Clinton Dix. Um, of all the positions on defense, is this the position maybe with the most uncertainty? What do you think? I, I think that this is the one that, you know, yearly has this kind of uncertainty and then you know this year i think they they spent a little bit of money in free agency to bring in you know what a lot of people consider to be a a competent you know safety veteran safety here uh i think that yeah there's i mean there's just this is the position that is not maybe getting the same attention that some of the other ones just because everyone's kind of 
resigned to the fact that there's uncertainty here. <laughs> there's always been uncertainty here. Well, and I think if you're if there's one spot on defense where you don't mind having some uncertainty, I think it's safety, right? I think you can overcome average safety play. The Cowboys have done it for a while now, right? They haven't had fantastic safeties and they've had top 10 defense. It's it, it's okay. You don't have to have superstars at this spot. Yeah, I mean, I, I think I agree, and I think that that's, that is probably a philosophical thing for the Cowboys to be sure uh, that they, you know, that they are not necessarily looking to spend a lot of resources at the position. You know, I, I think that, I, I mean, I, I, I think just, just by having HaHa Clinton Dix come in and then you've got guys like Darian Thompson and Donovan Wilson that you like. You're bringing in a guy like Luther Kirk. Uh, mm-hmm. and obviously Maybe some Awuzie. Kind of, Maybe yeah, some Awuzie Yeah, bringing in some Yeah, I think, I think when you, you you talk about all the equations, of all the stuff that's happening underneath Xavier Woods, it feels like there is improvement from last year. Uh, but I just think it's it's a lot of uncertainty as to how much, you know. Um, but I, I think you you know you, it all starts and it starts with Xavier Woods and and you know I think we've all been waiting for uh, uh, you know the the breakout year I think he had a really good season uh, last year uh, but maybe you know not as flashy just because it, it got buried in all the other stuff that was happening um, but I think that having a guy like Haha Clinton Dix next to him for the first time maybe having a uh, you know, a, a versatile safety, another versatile safety. You can do a little bit of everything, you know. Right. Uh, right. I think that that is going to help with Xavier Woods, who is, you know, at his best when he's doing a little bit of everything. And so uh, I think that, you know, really, haha, Clinton Dix himself wasn't, isn't a big, you know, uh, splashy free agent signing. But what I think it does allow is allows you to kind of use Xavier Woods in a manner that is uh, more befitting his skill set, and sure. also potentially gives you uh, more opportunities to uh, put him in a position to create plays and be a playmaker. All right, let's talk about that because I feel like this is a conversation that we don't have enough about Xavier Woods um, entering year four. I think there are some questions about what is his best spot on a defense. Do you think he's better off as a free safety? Um, you know, as a single high guy, or do you think he's better down in the box? I, I worry a little bit about his size because he's only like 5'11", 200 pounds. Um, but I think he's somebody, I kind of personally, I kind of like him down in the box a little better, especially because of his coverage ability. He can play in the slot if needed. Um, where do you think Woods is at his best? I think I think a, a role similar to Tyron Matthews is probably his best. I, I think using his versatility is, uh, you know, him using him as a kind of a movable chess piece back there is what suits him best. Letting him do a little bit of everything. Letting him, you know, walk down and cover in the slot. Letting him, you know, do some single safety high stuff. Letting him. Uh, you know, especially letting him be in that kind of robber spot. Let you know, maybe let, let Clinton play a little bit a single safety high and let him roam the middle of that kind of short mm-hmm. uh, hook area. And I, I, you know, I think he he is at his best when he's able to do a, a whole bunch of different stuff and kind of get used that way. If he gets, I, I think if he sticks in one spot too long, uh, it, it just you know he. He loses the element of kind of surprising. I think he's really good at surprising, you know, uh, uh, quarterbacks and showing up and, and disguising what he's doing. I, I think a lot of the the schematic thoughts 
you know, and changes that the, the defense are going through, I think are really going to be beneficial for a guy like Xavier Woods. I, I 100% agree. I, I think really thrives in a situation. You know, in college, you look at him, he lined up all over the field. And, and you know, even mm-hmm. his rookie year here, you know, they had him as a nickelback. They had him as a slot corner. Uh, he was playing a, a lot of CB before making that kind of permanent switch to, to, to safety. So I think any opportunity to kind of use him in a variety of roles, uh, and I, I guess really just – let him be part of that, you know, very multiple defense in the back end and give them a lot of looks, disguise what he's doing. I think all those are things that a guy like Xavier Woods, who is a very heady player, uh, I think he can do really well. All right. So we just talked about, right before we talked about Xavier Woods, how the Cowboys have traditionally not valued the safety spot. However, Woods is somebody whose contract is up after this year. Going to be a free agent. Is he somebody that you would consider maybe trying to sign a deal now, you know, to to keep him on your team? Or do you think he's maybe not quite good enough to to warrant a contract extension from the Cowboys? What do you think? I think this is a big year. You know, I think we got to see. You know, this is. I think we've seen enough that it's 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 in the conversation for sure, right? Like, I mean, you know, it's not like a yeah, like he. I think if he has. This is going to be the year to see how much that re-signing contract will be, right? Like, it's I just, think, you just worry that if he has a big year that he's going to outprice himself for Dallas, right? So it, yeah, that, that's oh, sure. why I think it's curious now. I mean, you could probably get a pretty good deal on him now if you wanted to re-up him, even for a year or two, right? I wouldn't be surprised if they did that. You know, I wouldn't be at all surprised if they reached you know two or three games into the season, they reached out and, and tried to start negotiating a new contract because I just think – you know that that's kind of their mo. They like to re-sign their own. They like to identify guys that they think uh, have you know uh, that are good long-term players. I think safety is specifically a position that they'd like to not spend a ton of money. So if they can yeah. get on the situation early, they probably would. And they like Xavier Woods a lot. So yeah, I wouldn't at all be surprised to see him getting a, a having contract extension talks relatively soon. Maybe even in training camp. I, if I was the Cowboys, I would offer him like the same deal Anthony Brown got in free agency, which I think was three years, $15, 16000000 million. Now, that's probably a little bit below market value of what Woods could get next year, but he's a starting safety in Dallas. I don't see his job, you know, losing that job anytime soon. I think that could be beneficial to both sides. So um, maybe something you keep an eye on as we get tr- closer to training camp. A lot of times those deals do tend to get done uh, as we get closer to the season. Uh, let's talk about his running mate this season, Landon. Ha Ha Clinton Dix, who the Cowboys signed uh, earlier this offseason. Uh, he is a true free safety. I don't think we need to make any mistake about that. Uh, you do not want him playing down in the box. Uh, it can get kind of ugly there. One of the things I do like about Ha Ha Clinton Dix quite a bit, incredibly durable. Has not missed a game in his entire career. Uh, has played for seven years now. I do think that has value being, you know, at every practice, in every game. I think that is something the Cowboys needed there. What are your expectations for HaHa Clinton Dix this season? Well, my expectations for our fans is that they're going to get annoyed by this long guy who's outside uh, my window. But, you know, that's <laughs> that's coronavirus surviving at home, you know, so I there apologize. Uh, I think that, you know, I, I think you brought up a really solid point, you know, that, that you know, you look at these the starting safeties right now. And neither one of these guys, you know, seem necessarily like a down in the box, you know, bruiser, you know, the enforcer, right, yeah. 
to me yep. again this even more screams a more middle of the field open uh, coverages more split safety coverages i think that you know one thing that clinton dixon does besides being safe single safety high is split coverage really well and, and understands that you get two heady guys who i think have kind of similar skill sets uh, and, and now they, you know, they can play a variety of coverages. Uh, you know, I think that that's that's what you'll see is is mm-hmm. Clinton Dix making Xavier Woods right when when they you know send him on a blitz when they he'll be the guy back there when they you know like I said when they put him in a robber situation when they're in cover four these guys can you know line up and, and play the guys uh, on the inside lanes and, and, and cover you know man to man if you need them to I I, I think. Yeah, you're not gonna get the the in the box bruiser guy, and if you need that guy, I think you can you can use like a Donovan Wilson for that. Or you, you can know? go find those guys in free agency. There's yeah, a million totally. of those if, guys out there. Or or you know, honestly, you don't need those guys if you work it schematically correct. You know, and so right. I think you know that's and maybe that's really what it is is that if you're just not as worried about the other team running the football. You don't necessarily need to put a guy down in the box. You know, you just see if your defensive line and your linebackers can handle the load. You keep your coverage back and, and make the make the quarterback be perfect on short passes all the way up and down the field. So, uh, yeah, okay. I think that there's I think there's lots of ways to you know to deploy these guys. I, I think if anything, the, the signing of Clinton Dix to me kind of re- reconfirms uh, the change in in. in uh, the types of coverages that these safeties are going to be playing. We talked about um, one of our earlier shows. I, actually, it was our last show. We were talking about cornerbacks. Remember in the all of the, the love for Alabama corners uh, with Trevon Diggs and them bringing in Savion Smith and even their interest in Drake Kirkpatrick. Well, ha-ha Clinton Dix, another former Alabama defensive yep. back. Uh, I, I think that's, uh, that's notable. The other thing is, and again, I, I don't know how much pull Mike McCarthy has in terms of analytics or even free agent signings or how much the Cowboys really put uh, emphasis on that. But Haha Clinton Dix was somebody who graded out really well by a lot of different metrics, including pro football focus. Uh, he was somebody who finished um, you know, in the top 20 of all their safeties last year, was excellent in coverage. Um, you know, Maybe this was just somebody that they thought was – you know, too good of a value to pass up in free agency to, you know, somebody who we pair him with Xavier Woods and we let him play some single high and some split safety. Uh, maybe they can get some pretty good returns. So interesting signing uh, at, at his price. I think it was one year, $4 million. I'm absolutely uh, excited about this move. There, there's really, really no risk here. So uh, I do think the combination of HaHa Clinton-Dix and Xavier Woods could be pretty interesting for the Cowboys this year. Um, we're going to talk about some of those other names down the roster that you mentioned, uh, including Donovan Wilson, Landon. Uh, but before we do that, I want to tell you guys about rockauto.com. It's a family business that has been serving auto parts to customers for over 20 years. They have everything from engine control modules, brake parts, motor oil, and even new carpet. Whether it's for your classic or daily driver, get everything you need in just a few easy clicks delivered directly to your door. Their website is incredibly easy to navigate. You can quickly see all the parts available for your vehicle and choose the brands and prices you prefer. Best of all, prices at rockauto.com are always incredibly low and the same for for professionals and do-it-yourselfers. Go to rockauto.com right now and see all the parts available for your car or truck. 
make sure you write locked on in there. How did you hear about us box to let them know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need. Visit rockauto.com today. One of the biggest pet cats in Cowboys nation right now is Donovan Wilson, who was a late round draft pick last year, who only ended up grading out as pro football Focus's highest rated defensive back in the preseason uh, he was he was spectacular last year in the games that he played. Uh, had a few different interceptions. Uh, super physical, but again, a new coaching staff is here. He doesn't have the same people caping for him that were on the on this team last year. What are your expectations from Donovan Wilson in year two? Yeah, I mean, I you know I think it's 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 an interesting it's an interesting conversation because you look at. Uh, you know what what he did in in the last off season and and what he did under the previous uh, uh, coaching regime and and you wonder if like this is going to translate over to to what this new coaching staff wants to do and if it's going to be uh, uh, you know a uh, a boom a boom or bust thing for 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 you know a guy like. Uh, for for guys yeah. you know like that have been here like like Wilson and, and Darian Thompson if if they, if they're gonna clean house I, I will say this though uh, and and I was trying to I was trying to figure this out I'm pretty sure it wasn't Maurice Lindquist uh, a coach when Donovan Wilson was at A and M so he that's he probably that's a good point yeah he he probably has some kind of you know uh, relationship with him I think he was coaching cornerbacks but but uh, yeah I'm I think sure he knows him. Oh, they, yeah. they they definitely had some crossover there in fact because I think Lindquist had I think uh, uh, Wilson actually may have played some corner early on in his career. Anyways, he did. Yep. Uh, I, I, so I think that you know there is some familiarity there with Linquist. Um and you know they didn't really go out, and that's the other thing too. I, I would wanted to point out is that you know, besides Clinton Dix, they didn't really go out and add a ton of guys. They didn't you draft know, one, right? Yeah, and and, and and they got a guy in, a, in undrafted free agency in Luther Kirk, who you think is probably going to end up playing safety. Um, you know, so I, I guess you know my point is that they may have watched the tape on some of these guys and, and been and been satisfied with what they got, right? Like they, I think that everyone knew that they needed to potentially replace uh, or upgrade at the the uh, the opposite starting safety once Jeff Heath was gone. But I think that you know outside of that, the fact that they haven't kind of gotten anything else down roster in front of Darian Thompson or, or Donovan Wilson, I think may speak to their comfort level there. Now, I, I will also that they've had some conversations about Chidobi Awuze make, 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 making some moves inside or at least taking some snaps inside. So I think that they're putting all things on the table to a certain degree. And, and again, Daryl Worley is another guy who has some experience kind of playing, mm-hmm. quote-unquote, safety, really more of a kind of a tight end eraser type position. But I think that what, they, what they've got is, especially if you're looking into a, moving into more of a split safety situation or even cover four, you know, there is some um, flexibility between those positions where you can have some of these guys, you know, because they're doing – cover four kind of things and those those really aren't terribly different from what you're asking a cornerback to do uh just understanding the rules on where you are in the field there, there could be some flexibility to move guys inside and out just to kind of you know maybe have put the best your best four players on the field but i i think it's encouraging like i said that that they haven't really necessarily gone out and try to revamp that the bottom part of the uh, uh of the of the depth chart I, I, right. I and I think I'm hoping that that reads as they have some uh, uh, you know some faith in in guys like Donovan Wilson and, and maybe even Darian Thompson who is another guy who sure. got 
a lot more playing time on the field than, than Wilson did. Uh, and it's shown that he, he might have some uh, ability to kind of be that third safety or, or, or the kind of valuable strong, uh, safety, you know, special teams type player. Yeah, I, here's the thing that's going in Donovan Wilson's um, advantage. He's young, right? He's only like 23 years old. And he really has that physical nature that nobody really else in the safety room has. Like, he has that best combination of size, speed, and power. Uh, so I think he does project well as that third safety. And again, if he can continue to make plays and coverage like he did last year in preseason, uh, it would not be surprising if he if he's on the field more and, you know, three safety looks or maybe there's times where you you need him on the field rather than Ha Ha Clinton Dix, but I think he's somebody that I'm really excited to see in year two um, because I thought I, I at the end of the year I thought that was somebody who should have been getting more playing time, um, but it just didn't pan out that way. So it'll be interesting to see what Wilson does here in year two. You mentioned Darian Thompson. Um, this is somebody who the Giants drafted in the third round a few years ago. Played 15 games for the Cowboys last year. Started four of them. Uh, wasn't wasn't bad. I don't think when you he was out there, he was somebody who was atrocious, but I think he's a little out of his element as a starter. Um, did play 424 snaps on defense, so it's pretty clear that the Cowboys like him. They re-signed him in free agency. Is Do- Thompson someone who's probably fighting for a roster spot with C.J. Goodwin, the other special teamer uh, in the defensive backfield? Yeah, that's a good question. I think you know a lot of this is about you know how do they view uh, how do they view the uh, that that position, right? Like you know how do they view guys who uh, who are kind of that fourth, third, fourth safety? You know, PJ Goodwin, CJ Goodwin, sorry, is is listed as a corner, but you've seen him going in there and play safety snaps before. Yep. yep. If he's a guy who can actually play both positions, like I have to think that that's more valuable than your bottom roster safety, your bottom of your roster safety, right? If because if he can play corner and safety, and he's your best special teams player, that's probably right. more valuable than a guy that is your fourth safety. So. I don't know. I mean, I think the question becomes: Do you carry four safeties and CJ Goodwin, or do you, you know, is CJ Goodwin your fourth safety, and now you're making Darian Thompson, Donovan Wilson, and Luther Kirk battle it out for one more spot? I don't know. I mean, I, I think as a Donovan Wilson fan, I, <laughs> I mean, I like both Thompson and Donovan Wilson. I so like so do I. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, I think Thompson is a perfect fourth safety. Yeah. Like totally. I, I think anything more than that is you're probably asking for a little too much. But if he's your fourth safety, I think you're fine. Yeah, and I think Wilson's a guy that if you get enough snaps and he plays well enough, I, I mean, he has upside that I feel like I would not be opposed at all to making a special, you know, uh, 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 scheme or a special, uh, you know, the package where you have three safeties and he's your kind of like star or spur position. You know, he's sure, kind of closer sure, in the box. Sure. And, you know, I, I think there's value there. And the question that now then becomes, how do you fit CJ Goodwin on this team? Because I mean, as good as these other guys are at playing defense, C.J. Goodwin is three times as good playing special teams. So it's I, I agree. It, it's very difficult to kind of parse all those four players, especially when you don't really know exactly what the numbers are going to look like at safety. Um, I want to talk about Luther Kirk, who you mentioned. Um, I don't know how much of you get to see of him. I mean, he was a EDFA, but uh, he's from Illinois State, but he's actually from the Texas area. He went to Garland High School. Um 
he was he was somebody who was really good when he played. Now he had a, a season in 2017, I believe, uh, where he left the team, basically retired for a year. Uh, still went to school, yeah. um, but took two years off. Or took a year off, came back and played really well. He was a team captain that final year. Uh, he was an All American um, for that lower level conference the, the following year. Um, you know, he is he is somebody who does have some talent. Now he's he's small. Um, he's about six foot. 190 pounds uh, he needs to add a lot of lot of, uh, of muscle to that frame because he plays like he's a 225 pound strong safety he needs to get stronger um but again he's somebody who i think has a chance to stick to a practice squad and then maybe a year from now he can be the next darian thompson i think that's probably the hope but i did want to mention him really quickly I, did you get a chance to see kirk uh so far yet I mean, I saw a little bit of the Shrine Bowl where he was the MVP, if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, yeah, and I, see, yeah. I saw a little bit of, of his practice tape that they had posted. Uh, uh, they posted, so I think, some one-on-ones at some point. And, and he looks very fluid. He moves really well for a guy his size. Just um, needs to get some weight on him. Yeah, I, I, you know, I think that he is a guy who you kind of look at and say, well, maybe he could be Xavier Woods with some seasoning. Right, like sure, sure. You, you put yeah. him on the practice squad, and maybe he can be kind of a versatile defensive back who uh, can do some stuff for you. So, uh, yeah, I, I think uh, at this point, you you look at what you've got from from a guy like that. He's probably it may be a big jump for him to kind of hope to make this roster this year. I think you know practice squad would be a really great goal for him. Um, you know, unless he's just absolutely outstanding, but I, like you know, like we just mentioned, there's always already going to be a pretty intense, I yeah. think, battle between Darian Thompson, Donovan Wilson, and CJ Goodwin. Right. So you're hoping, you know, this is the way good teams develop, right? So let's say Xavier Woods has a great year and he hits free agency. The Cowboys don't re-sign him. Maybe Donovan Wilson walks into that spot in 2021, right? And you get two cheap years out of Donovan Wilson. Everybody slides up. Maybe Luther Kirk is now taking over the Darian Thompson role as the third or fourth safety on your team. If you can continue to do that, um, you know, in the safety room throughout your roster, that's how you're going to develop a really deep and talented team. So just keep an eye on Kirk, you know, in the preseason, if we even have preseason games uh, uh, during training camp. If you're hearing his name a lot, uh, making plays. Uh, maybe he's somebody who they can sneak onto the practice squad. Um, really quickly before we grade this position, we've talked about Jadobi Awuzie potentially playing some safety. How do you think he fits into this defense as a safety? Where do you think his best spot at, is at? Who do you think would be the best pairing with him? Do you think he's better as a free safety than letting Woods play down in the box? Uh, what are your thoughts on Awuzie at safety? You know, I think... I don't know that Awuzie and I mean I think he's very similarly sized as all these other guys, you know, like just kind of over, just a shade over six foot, just a shade over two hundred pounds. Yeah, uh, you know, Clinton's maybe a, you know an inch taller, maybe with three or four more pounds. But I think you know you look at, uh, at Woods, he's that size, you know, maybe a little bit smaller even. Um, so I, I think that you really could play Chidobe wherever you need to, you know, I, I think he probably would be more comfortable playing from a down in the box situation because he is mm -hmm. more of a, of a physical uh, press corner. So he's used to being closer to the line of scrimmage playing him back at free safety may give him 
more real estate than he's used to to kind of looking yeah, over and being responsible for. So uh, if you're just looking for like a, you know, I, I look at the Chidobe Awuzie safety talk as, well, maybe what we do is we play him on some tight ends. You know, I I don't know that I, I don't know that it's a full move to safety. You know what I'm saying? Like I, I can just imagine there's packages. It's a specialty where, role, right? Yeah, it's probably just the, against yeah. safeties. That's that's where I really think it. Or not not against safety, against tight ends. I think that's probably what his role is. Yeah, right? I think it's I think it's really just kind of you know again I, for all these guys. I think it's about finding what they do well and putting them in a position to do that well. You know, as opposed to trying to ham fist them into. Uh, you know these these uh, these these prototypes, like these 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 molds, right? That that you want these guys to play. You find out what what skill set these guys have, and then you put them in position to make plays. And I think with this Awuzie, it's like they just don't want to put him in a spot where he's you know he's going to have issues, you know, trying to turn turn and look for the ball. They want to kind of keep it all in front of him. And if they put him at safety, maybe they keep him near the line of scrimmage so he's comfortable. I agree. I think I, I just think he's he's going to be a specialty safety. Yeah. You know, certain games, certain you know opponents, whether it's a Zach Ertz or Dallas Goddard or Evan Ingram, I think those are going to be the times where you see him line up as a quote unquote safety. All right, let's grade this position. Uh, this is another one that's going to be difficult because of some of the uncertainty here. Uh, but entering the 2020 season, Landon, how do you grade this positional group? Uh. I the thing is I think Woods and Haha Clinton Dix are I think at the very least average safeties, right? Yeah. I I would say that we ended the season at them at C C, right? A C? Sure. Yeah, that's fair. I'll, I'll say I like Heath probably a little bit better than most people did, but go ahead. Yeah, but I mean as a starting safety, you know, it's like I, I like him as a third safety. I would say yeah. that it's yeah. it, it's like it's now a B minus or a C plus, maybe. Sure. Yep. Uh, that's, that's where I'm getting at, I think. Yeah, I would say a C-plus seems about right because I do think HaHa Clinton-Dix and Xavier Woods are average safeties. And I think both of them have the chance to become even better than that. We saw some pretty good seasons from HaHa over the last couple two years with the last two years with the Bears. Um, and then if Woods entering his fourth year can take a step, I think this group could easily get to a B, especially if you factor in you know some of the depth with Donovan Wilson and Darian Thompson. So I think I think C plus B minus feels about right. That is it for today's show. Thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you download and subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you can follow Landon at McCoolBCB. You can follow the show at Locked on Cowboys. And I'm at Marcus underscore Mosier. And we will see you next time.